from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The anti-slut shaming podcast. Yo, you having sex? I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. Hello, fuckers. How you been? Where are you going? Are you wearing a condom? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome. Uh, we're going to be doing, it's going to be an email episode uh, this week. Hey. Hey. So we'll do the promo stuff up top, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's so much to promote. Uh, if you're in New York City, Thursday, October 19th mm. at 9.30 p.m. Exciting. Corinne, myself, and Mikey Big Dong Dicky Coscarelli take the stage at the Midnight Theater. Official performer. Yes. Uh, tickets are going fast, so get them. They might be sold out by the time you hear this, so fucking go to the bio in any of our social media. I'm at Christina Hutch. I'm at Philanthropy Gal. And I am at Mike Coscarelli. Notice how you took double the time that either of us took. Yes, you did. And together we are at Guys We <laughs> Fucked Without the You and Fucked. It's a, it was a hot show last time. So it was amazing. There were some, some surprises. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, love a, love a, I love shenanigans. You know, I love when one person that's performing doesn't know what's happening. That's always, I love that. It's right. so fun. And like I that time Corinne, when Corinne surprised me uh, at Glamour Puss with the um, Beyonce drag performer, I'll never fucking forget that. That was so hard because there was not a lot of extra space. We literally had to put the drag queen in a closet and I'm sorry, oh, like, sorry no. to put you back here. <laughs> sorry if this sorry, is traumatizing girl. for you. <laughs> that sucks. Um, but yeah, no. And uh, also if you can't uh, make it live, you know, if you don't live in New York City or if you're just on a budget, you want to do a watch party thing, we also have live stream tickets available for that. And those are already on sale. I know last time we put them on sale a little bit later, but they're already, that's already an option. Also, the link is in all of our link trees. Yeah. And you'll have 24 hours to stream it. So you don't have to watch it live if, you, if you can't. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm going to be on the road. I got three dates that I want you to come to and all the tickets for these dates are christinahutchinson.com. Springville, Utah, Boxcar Comedy Club. I'm headlining you October 20th and 21st. November 2nd, 3rd and 4th. Oh wait, nope. That's getting changed. <laughs> 
It's Strike it from the record. Strike it. I didn't even say it. Uh, Chicago, Illinois. I'm coming at you. I'm going to be headlining Zanies November 10th and 11th. And then Nashville, Tennessee, one night only, November 12th. Zanies again. Get your tickets. It's going to be great. And uh, every month, uh, or every week, rather, I host Zoom group therapy on, uh, for a Patreon page that I run that you can access on patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. I talk about this every week. I will say... Every time I do, I, I'm like obsessed with doing this Patreon podcast. Uh, it stars you. Basically, it's group therapy, but minus a licensed therapist. And um, this past week, this woman was on and she had such an interesting job. She worked for a company who makes wind turbines in the in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, she works with the animals. So her job is to they put microphones in the oceans where they're going to put the wind turbines. And she has to listen for pods of dolphins and whales. And if they're in in the area, I don't know the exact specifics, but basically she has to monitor if, if that, if the site that they're building the turbine um, is near a bunch of dolphins, they don't, they don't resume construction. So them being good people. Yeah. And uh, I said, what's the farthest you've ever gone out in the ocean? She said, one time we, we went out, it was a 40 hour boat ride. So that's how far out we were. I'm like, that's fucking cool. I'd be terrified. I hate being in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, I know mean, cruise is too much for absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah, even when well, I went you're to- you're scared of everything. But the the yeah. ocean's terrifying. Okay. So are, so is every other thing. Yeah. Guys, come on. We um, don't even know what's out there. That's I mean, the exciting part of it. We only discovered a third of the wildlife well, I'll tell you what, Mikey. living in the ocean. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Oh my God, it's terrifying. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, something I know is about aliens. And aliens um, have been known, have been spotted by ex-military people, by current military people going in and out of the oceans, like UFO spacecraft coming in and out so of the that, oceans. So now we do know it's out there. Mike, it's aliens. Yeah, alien <laughs> sharks. Nothing to be scared of. Oh, right. Probably a lot of other creatures that are from storybooks, honestly. Um, but yeah, the ocean's very vast. And I said, so I asked her, I was like, do you hear any aliens ever? And I said, and I was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, actually, two weeks ago, we got something and it sounded wild. I'll play it for you guys. I have it. She sent me a fucking video of it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I played it. It sounds like an owl. It sounds like she's like, I've never, this is not a sea creature. I don't know what this is. And I'm like, mm. that's so cool. And then we talked, she was going through something rough. So we talked about that. But, um, <laughs> and Christina, Christina said, keep on yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, you're fine, girl. Tell Can you send me that alien thing? No. <laughs> I know I had to be careful. No, no, no. But, um, my point is it's a really great space where you could kind of come in and talk about whatever you want. Um, and I open it up for you to talk about aliens and ghosts if you have experience with them because I want to fucking hear it. Christina is so thirsty for abduction stories. I know. And that's, <laughs> I'm like Erica, that Erica Badu video. Like, I don't know why aliens haven't abducted me. I'm doing everything I possibly can right. to get abducted. Like, you girl, really are. mean fucking too. You really um, are. Just saying it in the airwaves, you know, trying to manifest it. But um, anyway, uh, it's a great space. And the audio from every Zoom session is uploaded to the Patreon page. So if you can't make it, you can listen to it. And if you want to submit us an email or a story or a question or something, I can read it up top. And it's a really good space. And people, you know, a lot of people, I feel like being wanting to die is a pretty common feeling. Um, and mm. it's different than being suicidal, of course, but yeah. it's more um, passive. It's 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 yeah. lazily wanting to die. Mm. Certainly. And uh, and so we talk a lot about that. And it's really it's just a really good space where you can bring up stuff. If your coworkers being a cunt, talk that out. I got to say, I mean, it's from doing this show for so long. I am. I crush advice and I have had so many books under my belt that I can recommend to people. So it's really helpful. It's really fun. I learn a lot about humanity in these zooms and uh, I think you will too. So sign up at patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. 
And uh, Los Angeles, if you are around November 8th, that is the next gash at the Comedy Store Hollywood. It's going to be at 8 p.m. Ticket link is up. I haven't officially started promoting it yet, though. So if you're one of those people who always gets shut out of that uh, show because it always sells out. Make sure to get those tickets ASAP before I make up the official poster. It's in the works now. And then... um, Going ahead to 2024, Washington, D.C., I am headlining the D.C. Comedy Loft, and that is Thursday, February 29th through Saturday, March 2nd. That ticket link's already up. People are already buying those. So I know it's a little bit far in advance, but D.C. always a hot crowd. So get those tickets now. Again, all available in the Linktree link in my bio. And of course, you can join me every week on Without a Country, my news uh, podcast. It is domestic violence. I'm guessing awareness month. I just, I have been calling it domestic (laughs) violence month, Uh but I feel like there's probably an awareness or a prevention somewhere in there, but we've been talking (laughs) about that a lot on that show. Um, because it has been coming up so often in news stories and bigger stories with celebrities. So we're going to be definitely, uh, going into that a little bit deeper, uh, so join us without a country podcast on, uh, YouTube. It's, uh, I also quite, quite a show. Um, forgot cause there's no intro sheet in front of us. The voices in our heads. My solo podcast is back and it's on Mikey, Big Dong, Dickies, Coscarelli's new podcast network, Slickback Studios. Well, it's not announced yet, but <laughs> the, the show is back. I didn't say that. Christina's show is back. But we've but, talked about Slickback before, Mike. So it's, it's on not, your network. We've yeah, talked about it many times. Yeah. Christina, Christina and I are working together to put give you a new Voices in Your Head every week. Yeah, baby. It comes out every Monday and now there's two well, Maybe you could get out. the name of the show, right, the Mike? It's in the our Voices heads. in Our Heads. What did you, I say? you said the, the voice, voice in our head. In your head or something. You said Voice in Your Head. <laughs> Did it's I? like, I knew what you that's, meant. That's my like, show. It's like my grandpa <laughs> going his whole life calling me Christine. I'm running a business. <laughs> like, care. Come on. Um, yeah. So the voices in her head back. And I dive into, ooh, aliens. And I, but it's also like a self helpy podcast where I'll read excerpts from self help books. Um, the last two episodes I've read from Carter Stout's We Are All Addicts. And, and we talked uh, Lionsgate Portal. The Lionsgate, yeah, the first episode, I, or the second episode, rather, I oh, filmed the old, on the Lionsgate Portal. The old portal. Yeah. Um, so listen to that wherever you get your podcast, and there'll be a YouTube page coming soon, because all the kids want to watch the podcast, even though that's not what it's for, but that's yep. okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're changing with the times, and we're great with it. <laughs> How are you, Corinne? Mike's, Mike's still trying to act like he's keeping a secret. <laughs> Oh my God, Michael. Okay. Soft launch. Oh, you've already done soft launches. We've seen that. We've seen the little slick back guy, uh, neon sign on your Instagram already. Like, I don't know how long you're trying to like, what are you waiting I'm for? I'm building it with the website primarily, but oh. I'm building anticipation. Oh, we're, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. We've already, we've, mm. we're shivering. <laughs> you know, I don't with think anticipation. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Was that some old guy joke? No, it's from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, technically now it is an old guy joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Film came out in 1975. Uh, Tim Curry, gotta love it. Gotta love that. Love that wheelchair, man. Okay. Um, Oh, well, sorry. He's in a wheelchair. I, know, I don't know. know what to tell you. I know. I it's know, fine. I we don't know. have to. We don't have to coddle people in wheelchairs. They'll There's, wheel their way in. Yeah, they're fine. They're I fine. Know. Um, I know. They're just like us, but in wheelchairs. But in wheelchairs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always forget. I remember, like, I forgot Tim Curry was had a he had a stroke, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw footage of him not that long ago. I'm like, oh my god, what happened? I'm like, oh yeah, I had to re-remember that he had a stroke. Yeah. The same thing with Dick Clark. I didn't realize yes. he had the stroke, and then he was hosting New Year's Eve one year, and I was like, does anybody? 
Is he drunk? And then no, but Tim Curry, much nicer guy than Dick Clark. So oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's what we've that's what I've assessed by having met uh, Tim for ten minutes and Dick Clark never. Ten minutes is a long time. (laughs) Pretty good. That's how that's how celebrity culture works. I've made a whole assessment of his personality from one blip from a documentary. Thank you so much, everybody. Hundred percent accurate. And I go, you know what? That he deserved that stroke. Can you imagine? (laughs) That's what it's like being a like a celebrity of that status. Yeah, just just someone on some bitch on a couch being like, you know what? He had that stroke. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Take all your riches and. Pay for your stroke because of one editor's work in a docu in like a Michael Moore documentary. Anyway, we move on. Okay. Um... This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, But we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Yeah, no, what was I thinking about? Oh, so, oh my, my conundrum for this week is why do men stay in relationships so long that they're unhappy? And this is like an, uh, this is an epidemic. And I wanted to bring Michael smiling and brimming. And, 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 And so, okay. And so you have an answer. And so this, um, this is not something I, I see this amongst my peers, my male friends, and also it aligns with the getting to I do book that we were really obsessed with a couple of seasons yes. ago of guys we fucked because it states that the feminine en- energy is always the energy to end a relationship. Yeah. And I mean, obviously that's not a, hun- a true a hundred percent of the time, but that is, but that is basically like what the, you know, what the experts are saying. Yeah. So, so can you explain this to me, Mike? I know so many people who are like, don't really like their relationships that are men, but they are also unwilling to leave them. And we also see this with people um, who are cheating in marriages, you know, yeah. it's so, you know, that's why when people write in, like it is so not often that a man will actually leave his wife for the woman that he's cheating on. Obviously it happens, but it usually takes a long time yeah. if it does happen. 
Uh, well, I think that oftentimes the societal roles of men are to be as the breadwinner. I like, you know, traditionally, Mm -hmm. I think that there is a level of guilt that comes in with like kind of breaking a woman's heart in a lot of ways. But what if you're not, what if you're not, even if you're not financially providing? Yeah. I don't think it has, I don't think it has actually anything to do with the like financial aspect of the relationship. I think it has to do like in, in my, in my relationship that didn't, that like didn't end well, I think that, Who's that? It, that well, I'm, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying me and Mike, like, me and Mike did, made a pact to grow up. Yeah. We're trying to grow up. Obviously it's, obviously it's working great. <laughs> and, uh, I is, do not want to try. This is just for reference, but I think that there were times where I felt like it, I could have gotten out of that relationship and probably should have, but I right. think that there were, uh, circumstances where like she had moved to New York and she was younger than I was. She didn't have like much of a base here. I think there would have been a part of me that felt like I was just leaving her to like fend for herself. Interesting. Now that's a specific circumstance. But I've heard that before. I've literally had a conversation with one of my, and this is like an older, not older, but older than me uh, friend who he kind of had that same thing. Like, Oh, I don't want to leave her. What she will have. And I was like, believe me, leaving her now is a lot more like a lot better than you know, stringing her along, stringing uh, along for for unhappiness. That's exactly what I said. I was like, give her, give her the freedom to make her own choices and find someone who really values her. And my advice was spot on, of course. (laughs) And she now lives in a house, found someone who's definitely her soulmate. They look so happy together. And like, I am so happy because also it was like, you know, she was kind of cramping my side because she thought I was fucking this guy. And I literally wasn't. Sure. Um, uh, and, uh, but I was just like, but he definitely is like, you know, not being faithful and stringing you along. So, yeah, I, I do. It's odd that, I mean, you've mentioned a lot about the people that you, the men that you are close to you in a lot of ways that you feel like everybody's a cheater. Uh, there's something that I think like in men where yeah. they can sort of rationalize it somehow in a sick way where that's almost better. It's expected than of me. Just dumping the person. You right. Know? It's so huh. weird. Like I know so like I so many people and like not only will they stay in the relationship, they will move, make moves further into the relationship while yeah. actively being unhappy. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? That's wild. Right. There. Wow. I think it's odd, too. But, but I do, but, I do but think you, you're right. I think it happens. I, I've, yeah. had, I've had friends who Why, have, women just don't stay where they're not happy. I feel like a woman is just more like, I got to get the fuck out of here because there's another adventure for me and I want it now. Well, well my assessment also- of it was kind of like it's aligned with Mike's in like, it, not so much in like that men are afraid to like break a woman's heart, but it was, it's like, for me, it's like men just don't want the irritation and burden of having to go through a breakup. And right, a breakup is a pain in the oh, ass. Yeah. And men like- It is hard. Sub- it's hard to do. Things easy and simple. And I- and I, and I, and hey, I, me too, buddy. And I get it. And so I get like, but like when it, is a good time? It's almost like they want to like schedule a, a, a breakup during a convenient time. And oh, I'm like, I really, like, I get yes. it. Like you do have to plan for a breakup for when it's going to be the the least- um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Pain like, in the ass, like least sticky, like just like the least traumatic, uh, 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 collateral damage. Colla- is what yeah. I yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. collateral damage. But it's like, I mean, you're just going to go deeper and deeper into a relationship while you're doing that. That's interesting. You brought that up. I think I talked to you a little bit about one facet. The the Patreon interviews that I do, of multiple women 
have come in no. saying that they were broken up with by the guy and they just, the guy didn't want to talk about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the relationship was like five plus years long. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You got to, fu- what? Because they had been planning talk. it in their head probably for like three years. Right. right. And it's yes. so, but it does, yes. it does check out <laughs> yeah. that they don't want anything mess. They want as little mess as possible with that, with that, with that philosophy that would check out because for I sure. could not under, I could not understand for the fucking life of me why you would just dump somebody very quickly. One of them was over text. I'm like a three year relationship. I also don't understand That's like That's fucked up math, like, you know, there's this whole concept of like girl math on, you know, online right now. Well, I don't understand the boy math involved in thinking that staying with someone longer will make the breakup easier for the woman. Dude. I guess like, I, I guess they're else. thinking they'll get tired of them. No, Corinne, they're I, just, think, they're, I think are they waiting snooze. for the girl to do it? They're pressing I, snooze. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's they're pressing the right. fucking snooze. I button. think what they're doing is they're, I think a lot of guys are trying to figure it. This is like the class classic like cold feet before the wedding type thing where like jeez you guys get cold feet over everything breaking up getting together traditionally it's like a trope (laughs) that it's like men up until the day before they're about to marry some woman are like i don't know about this i don't know you know that's so interesting because more common for men than women i don't know though because i think both men i because that whole cold feet notion with that a guy gets i think women actually get that too they just don't fucking talk about it but it's like i've heard a lot of guys say like is there anyone else out there maybe there's other people out there women think that too Mm -hmm. like not just romantically but like sexually like what if i sexually lust after somebody else and like that's and then i can't do anything about it and i'll feel trapped or whatever I i don't think it's exclusive to men i just think that the 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 thing that is more common in men than in women in relationships is that I think a lot of times men get into the relationship and then they're figuring out if they want to be in the relationship. And totally. it, that's why while they're already in it. Yeah. That's yeah, why I yeah, think sometimes I those breakups get elongated because the guy is still trying to, if you're just, single, wait, you went through that getting in a relationship and then decided while you were in it, if you wanted to no, be in the it? guy was deciding, Oh, it, it, oh, seemed, oh. it felt like the guy was deciding sure. as we were in it. And I'm like, well, I don't like this. Uh, yeah, this feels unsafe. I see that because ha- you, you get you get pinned against the wall sometimes. As the I mean, man I had to give him an ultimatum because you have to <laughs> you, exactly. No, oh, okay, okay. You get given the ultimatum. You get women will at some but point. But then be don't like, ever talk to doing? me again. Then don't ever talk to me again. Choose that one. No, but this is the thing: if you like somebody enough that you're just like, all right, well, I'll just I'll get into this and figure it out later. I think yeah. that happens all the time yeah, where guys are yeah. just like, let me figure this out. And then if it works, it works. If not, we'll maybe break we'll up break at up, some right, point or right. I'll, I'll just start cheating on her like and mm. recklessly. But not, I, I don't feel that way, but I think that that happens. But I also know, know like, multiple men. So, so then I'll, I'll like a lot of times my follow-up question will be like, well, have you ever felt like passionately in love with anyone that you've been with? Like, do you feel like you do have a one? And they'll always be like, yeah. Yeah. And they pro- that person probably broke their heart. You don't think? Sometimes, yes, but like I don't know. It's, it's I, interesting. I just like for me, and, and there's also a part of me that in that like almost makes me lose respect for them because you're like, I can't imagine like settling for anything. Like I'd rather settle for nothing than less than I deserve. Right? Totally. Yeah. So totally. it's like, so it's like, you know, that's like I'm like pretty anti-relationship in general. Uh, as we know of my real, you know, re- summer realization, but there are like 
with their phones. One or two, you know, it's I, I, like I said to my my therapist over the weekend uh, or last week, I was like, I don't want a boyfriend, but I do want to. And then I like said, like, insert someone's name here. Like, so if but if that person like came around, like this person's existence in the universe, like, right. like, so I don't want just a boyfriend to have a boyfriend or I'm not like out seeking a boyfriend. But if this person you know, got their shit together or came around like that person I know to be good enough um, and worthwhile enough to, you know, but I'm not, it's kind of like, I'm not seeking beyond that anymore. Like at this point, it's not worth it. Yeah. Well, again, I think it's, it's just comes down to the fact that like, it's easy for a guy to break off, break it off with somebody that he's like casually seeing. If you're if you're physical with somebody, but it's like you don't really see it going anywhere. It's just kind of fun. It's easy at some point to be like, yeah, I don't really see this having a lot of legs. And, you know, this has been fun, but like we got to stop doing this where I think the issue comes into play is where there is an emotional connection with somebody. Yeah. And again, you're like the boy math of like figuring out like, okay, I like her. But like, is this my wife? Is this the person that like. You know, are we going to have kids together? Does she want to have kids? Do I want to have kids? Like, does she want to live in New York? Do I want to? You start thinking about all these different things and you're kind of figuring it out out on the go. Yeah. And I think a lot of times you get in situations where like you might have an emotional attachment. And like traditionally, as we all know, men are not great with emotions. But, you know, emotionally, men have not dealt with any of them for centuries. And that's why we have mass shootings and wars and all sorts of things. Rather, they'd rather go to, uh, you know, Berlin and fight Hitler than break up with a girl. You know, I I, I just can't preach, baby, preach. I just can't imagine being fine. Right. Like, like tepid about someone the whole time and then continuing to take steps forward with them. And I also can't imagine being the woman on the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like going forward with like you can tell when someone feels tepid about you. Yeah, yeah. of course you can. It doesn't feel. I also think women in good. Ter- in a straight relationship, women interrogate the state of the relationship so much more yes. than men interrogate it. Like and I meaning yeah. like by themselves, like by yourself evaluating. Like okay, let's let's take a little stock here. Like how does this person make me feel? Well, how do I feel about them? How do I feel about the future? Guys don't think about that, which is like. Eh. I love that and I hate that because there's this beautiful simplicity of like, how do I feel now? But, you know, that doesn't have legs for the future if you want a family with somebody. But like the serious relationships I have been in, like, you know, for all their faults, these are people who really like were excited to be with me and celebrated me and talked about me publicly and all that kind of stuff. And I just to me, it's like so obvious when someone feels Havesies about their partner. Yes. And it's obvious to everyone else. So how could it not be but obvious you, to you? But do guys, sometimes guys need the havesies state or one person or both parties, not necessarily guy, girl can feel this too. The havesies state of like, I think I like being here, but I don't know for sure. Yes. So I got to keep doing it. But it I've goes on for years. There. Yeah. That I don't understand. Yeah. I, I, cause I can't tolerate that. Fe- I can't tolerate that feeling in myself for no. more than like two months. It feels terrible. Yeah. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters, and you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, Guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Well, it's like, think of it like this. How, let's just say, hypothetically, you were seeing some guy that you felt was exclusive for, you know, how many months do you feel like you're somebody's girlfriend? It depends on the quality three. of time we spend in that month. So in three. Those months. All right. Like I, I know guys that have, that have dated women for like six months and been like, yeah, I don't know. Like, no. well then you're like, not, shit, I got out the pod. Yeah, three yeah. to four are out. Yeah, out. But That's I why think, like, I think a lot of times guys are willing to do that until some, some woman is like, what's going on here? And then yeah. the guy get you know the guy's just like all right fine I guess like I, have I to- guess we're together right and she's like my prince just like the Disney movie said right wow you know, you're so I- happy to be here and the thing is like uh, the ultimatum does work and I see it work so many times but, but I would never give it because I don't want to have to give it if I have to give you an ultimatum for you to be with me I'm not interested yeah. right so then oh so you would just break up I would well we were never together if I'm giving an ultimatum right that's true yeah so you would say I just like walk away. Hey, let's stop seeing each other I- I'm done I walk yeah. away yeah. Like Which it's they crazy. Could construe like you don't mean that as an ultimatum, but maybe that would make them go wait, 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 wait. Right. I mean, I've walked away and really meant it, and then had someone chase me back, and I like uh, ultimately was like, all right, but like I'm not fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like, yeah, I was just, I was just kind of like cut. I, I wasn't giving it. I wasn't bluffing. When a when a woman like when I personally think about when I'm in the beginning stages of dating somebody, and I think about where I wanted to go. Um, I mean, the young me just went off of how excited I got about them, which now I know is anxiety. But um, but now, you know, it's a much more thoughtful and careful process. Mikey, do men do that? Are you just based off of how you feel, how this person makes you feel? I mean, again, it's hard to speak for all men. Of course, of course. Uh, Have you done that? Or do the men you know do that? Yeah, I think I think it I think most of the time it does. For me, it does have to do with like the per- how the person make it does have to yeah. do with how the person makes you feel. And then like when you're really invested in somebody, I do think that you kind of, you know, for me, I felt like I was in love when I didn't even really notice other women. I was just like, whatever. Uh, like, right, yeah, yeah. 
But I don't know. There's, I know I have friends, like I said, that have been, been in situations with women where they've like kind of palled around and hung out with, with a woman for, or a girl for, you know, uh, almost a year. And then Mm -hmm. there's never a talk. Right. And if no one brings it up, if she doesn't bring it up, it's not getting brought up. Right. It seems. But you know, I have like, I I always, you know, that song when a man loves a woman, Mm -hmm. that's such a beautiful song. And it like I was thinking about that song the other day because I'm like there are some men and I'm just talking about straight people here because that's what I, we are but uh, mm. some men when they fall in love like I really admire how they express falling in love to the person they're falling in love with it's beautiful and to me it's it's very masculine like very kind of all these there's uh, society stereotypes but like kind of executed very beautifully and thoughtfully like the protective nature and the just asking her, like kind of prioritizing her in this really beautiful way. And then some guys like just, I'm like, do you have, is there a soul in there? Well, you know, in there? Yeah. Like when we, when Shane Gillis was on the show, do you remember there were like (laughs) listening to him? There were times where I was just like, I was like, does this guy know anything about his girlfriend or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was just kind of shocking to me that somebody would be with, and I'm not like trying to throw shade. But a lot of guys, no, a lot of guys that relationship has since ended. Sure. Has it? But it was Um, just like that whole time I was listening to it. I was just like, what the hell is even going on here? Right. (laughs) I think that's more common than than not, unfortunately. Yeah, I do too. And I think I, yeah. Yes. And I think a, a couple of comics who watched that interview on our YouTube page who were like, I, I'm like, oh, shit, you watched the show. I didn't know you watched the show. They were, they loved that episode. And it seemed like a lot of them, the guy comics, loved that episode because they felt less alone and being similarly stunned <laughs> and being <laughs> right. emotionally stunted. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, how do let's fix it? Because when you identify a problem, you got to fix it. I, just, I don't know how we fix it. I right? just absolutely cannot wrap my round my mind around being in love with somebody and then and then being with somebody else instead that's crazy i can't wrap my mind around that, it. that 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 i go that's for me that wouldn't be scientifically impossible that would be impossible like i like yeah that's wild like but do you know guys that are in love mm-hmm. in love with somebody else and multiple with and the thing but is they are they in love with you though uh no comment and okay because uh, that that would make it tricky because if you don't like them back then no, 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 no. But it's not about not, it's not about not, re- not having reciprocity. Like it's about, okay. uh, I think a lot of times it's out of, about, you know, out of fear. And like, like, you know, you always say like that we, we act out of love or we act out of fear. Yeah, right. True. And so, and listen, it's not like I'm someone who never gets scared. I'm scared of a lot of things, of course. Yeah. But I think that what is scarier to me than getting hurt or rejected is, living a life less than the best life that is available to me. It's so much scarier. Mm. Yeah. And I just feel like men are actually scared of the rejection or the pain more Mm. than settling. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, they also have more options as far as like, you know, we've talked about before, like even the sex, the second best option of a woman is still like better than like many of the best options of a man. Well, yeah, yeah that's yes, what I was going to say. I 100% agree with that. I think men are very like comfortable with the idea of settling. I think that's what the whole point is, that's right? So, settling that's down. And that is they... so disappointing. So, right. So, so that, and that makes me, that makes me, that makes me question <clears throat> men, right? Like, yeah. so that almost makes me question like people. Like, so if, so it's almost like, 
I'm trying to phrase this carefully. Uh, how do I like even maintain feeling uh, attracted to someone if they are willing to settle for less than they deserve? Like that makes me less attracted to that person. Yeah. If I know that that's the way that they're living their life. Well, I imagine though that when they are settling, the person in their life that they're settling for doesn't know that. You got to have some, I get, even and, the women I well, detest I think, the most, I think have the, I have to but, give them a little more credit than that. For sure. But what if they're, they, they sense it and they're scared and they don't ask or something like that. Like that always, that's happened so often in so many relationships of various, you know, romantic or not. Well, I think there's just so many women who just want a boyfriend to have a boyfriend. And I think that's like the real difference between, yeah. uh, that, 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 that's what really I've found separates me a lot in society. And this is not like I'm better than you. It's just like, I really, I'd really rather be alone than have a right. boyfriend just for the sake of being a boyfriend. And I think I am in the mino- minority, not the majority. Well, and I, you are in the minority. However, I think most people, when it comes down to brass tacks, if they were presented, they may, I think they, most people say they'd want a boyfriend rather than not because they don't understand how to have a good time with themselves. Right. And I, once you, like, I love being like when I'm the only one at the apartment or whatever, it's so blissful. Even when I was single for like a couple of years, it was blissful. Like it's so in, it's so important to your soul to be by yourself. Like it's so important, but I think people don't, that's when the bad feelings come in. And if you don't know how to navigate that, then you want to distract, distract, distract. And I think maybe sometimes girlfriends are just distractions as they can be for women too. No, a girlfriend is somebody that like when, when you're in, when you're around my age and your mid thirties and all your friends are coupled off right. and you're, there's nobody to go out with anymore on a Friday night. Your girlfriend is somebody to like, Go have dinner with on the weekend. Oh, I've definitely felt that. that. I've yeah. definitely felt that. There but needs also, to yeah. be some more dog friendly establishments. No, there does. But like, you just don't, you don't go out with your guy friends. Tell I them never, to stay home. I no longer ever. See They're not around. I, I, yeah. I really? feel that too. That like sucks. as we get None. older, people are around less. Yep. Oh, everyone's no, around less when they're in a relationship. You're around less. It's, yeah. it's just People what it is. Move. Yeah. Less. But like, I always make a point. Like I want to have like friend nights or I want to have like, you know, it's still less available though. So when we're yeah, all yeah, single, yeah. people are just kind of available and yeah. you have your crew that you call up. You can totally. call up the same like, day. Justin and Friday I, night. Like just, during the pandemic. Yeah. 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 Totally. It would just be right. like, what are we doing tonight guys? And right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you remember even, yeah. even like, like you guys in our, in our twenties. Like, yeah. I feel like anytime I would go out, if I didn't have, have spots or wasn't barking or anything like that, it'd be like, I'd, I'd hit you guys up. I'd yeah, hit up like right. you know, Julian and Chris Cheney yeah, and all these people. Mm-hmm. And we would just go out. Like, what, what do you guys want to do? Right. It was just like, car. It, I would never not be out on a Friday night in New York in totally. my 20s. And now right. it's just like, you know, one of my best friends moved to Chicago. Another one of my best friends has a baby. Yeah, like, the baby. lives that's in Jersey. That's right. it's all, that part, Unless you have a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's, it's like, that's what happens when I, th- I think a lot of men move towards just like, all right, well, I need to have a wife or a girlfriend or well, something. Well, it's so nice to have, you know, it, well, it's nice to like go through life with a person you know if if you love if you like that person that's it's lovely one thousand percent but i also think that that puts men a lot more men maybe it's not just a man thing but like i feel like that's what puts men in a lot of positions put men in a lot of position to settle where they're just kind of like my friends all have babies what am i doing what like like who am i gonna hang out with what am i gonna do yeah like i guess it's time to start a family you know right not saying it's right i just think no yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense. I just can't imagine like getting my heart broken, like having my heart broken by someone and then literally to heal it when I'm still in love with someone else, like going and getting married to another person. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like actually That's fucking crazy. Move. That's like fucking crazy to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is a guy move. It's a guy move, dude. Yeah. It, I, I I can only assume that it's uh has to do with um not not thinking you can tolerate those feelings when you actually can. 
It's like, it's like men would rather get married to another woman than like have a conversation or apologize. (laughs) Um, You're correct, Corinne. It's, and it's really, really wild to me. Yeah. And as as masculine as I am, I can't, I can, I, that would never happen. I would, that would never go down in my world. Yeah. 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 I don't think you're wrong. I think you are in fact right. Well, it's got reinforced. Uh, dev- she did it again, guys. The devastating news that I knew. <laughs> I, I just like to come in here with like a, a devastating theory that I uh, made up in my mind and then have Mike go, no, yeah, it's right. Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> you are. Me and the right. boys have been talking about it too, Corinne. Turns oh, out you're right. Life sucks. God. Yeah. It's, I just, I don't know. Just like I've ne- never since I was a little girl did I ever settle for anything. Le- I mean, well, that's mu- the- much, mu- and that's why you know my mom. My mom was like, "Well, you were you are in some ways a, the biggest pain in the ass, and in some ways the easiest child to mm. raise because we always knew what you wanted, even though it was fucking impossible." <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, you know, and to me, to me, I say one of the things that makes me so in love with life is setting goals and then figuring out how you can accomplish them and like make, yeah, like exactly what you're saying. And I, I'm like, what? I think maybe the masculinity part for men is just so, women have very clearly broken through the societal expectation of getting married and having kids very clearly and very pretty quickly, honestly. Um, given that like you could legally beat your wife not that long ago in most of the United Hell States. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, punch her in the face. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Um, And so it's so exciting. It's like, to me, you know, when you were a kid and you got like, like for me, I had like a tub of Barbies and I, I would hang out a lot by myself as a kid and I would just be in my room and I'd take the tub out and I, I knew that five hours were going to pass and feel like five seconds. Like mm-hmm. it was just you, but you were so in your own imagination and anything's possible and you can make up your own world. That's how I think life. That's how I feel about life. Same. But I don't, I don't know that men feel that way about life because maybe, maybe it, because too much pressure has been put on them. To be like, yeah, they don't. To be a breadwinner, that's that's too much pressure. One thousand percent. I wish any of these men we were talking about though had bread. Yeah, I got the bread. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. What 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 is Where your concern, baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, that mommy's card is maxed out because <laughs> it ain't. <laughs> Mommy paid her bill. But I ra- I ra- I don't know that I hear men as much talk about like one man that I that I think has a similar philosophy to what you and I talk about, like Eric Andre. Mm. Eric Andre is I don't know him. But I've witnessed his career. I love his career. I think it's amazing. Yeah. He is a fantastical man. Yeah. He leans into how fucking weird he is. And he does all this crazy shit. And he has fun. And I'm like, that motherfucker is... That That guy knows the secret yeah, to life. Christina, not everybody I know everybody's is, like that. But like... Yeah. But like, you know, you could do anything in this world. Like, what do you want to do? Like, but do you go... What lights you up? What's ex- What excites you? Like, let's figure out how to do it. Like, that's why when I was with my ex for seven years, I'm like... I was like part of most of my energy was going towards trying to get him to understand that you can do this. Like you can do anything. And he met me when I was broke. And then he watched us go mm-hmm. like fly to the sky with guys we fucked. And I'm like, I told you like you, you life is magical. Like put your heart in the right place and go. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't really have conversations with men about, and I, and a, a lot of my guy friends are like super emotionally intelligent and like lovely and kind and goofy and all that stuff. And, but I still don't, yeah, I don't, but also I don't like, hear that type of excitement. When I think of the concept of masculinity, masculinity, how it is like served to us in, in movies and stuff, like to me, I think it is like extremely masculine to like spend a good portion of your life like fighting for this person who you think is your love, right? And like, I feel yeah. like I, ha- I have that in me. Like if I have my like sights set on someone, like I will fight for that person. But it's almost... um it's almost frowned upon when women do it, right? So it's like, it's a very masculine energy. Like you can- How like, do you mean like, like fight if I, for, like to, if, to get that person? Like if I waited outside somebody's um, house with a boom you're, box, it would be psychotic, psychotic, right? Yes, yes, you yes. Know? Even though if I've done did, it. Though, that would also be psychotic. No, it wouldn't no. be. No, no it'd be, no. Not if it was someone you, you love. If you don't get a creepy vibe from him and you're actually like dating and stuff and he does, it's charming. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I've tried to do those gestures and right? the look in the guy's eyes. Because I have that Uh-oh. in me, but I Gotta know go. not to do that because I yeah. know it's scary. That's right. But like yeah. in my heart, I know, you know, yes. like I like I wrote um like a this was a while ago, but I like wrote a, you know, letter to someone like and like a love letter, basically. And all uh-huh. my all my guy friends laughed at me. Oh, <laughs> They were like, Kern, you did what? A love letter. That's so nice. I yeah, my friends laughed at me. My male friends, I told my that's male such friends a beautiful lost. And art. they openly mocked me, which is yeah. fine. Um, and I and it, listen, like it was definitely and ultimately it was received how I wanted it to be, but it took nice. so long for it to seep into this person. Mm. Um, and for them to be able to like peel the shell away to accept the like it's probably the most vulnerable letter I've ever written to accept the vulnerability of my letter. Yeah. Totally. You know, like it made my therapist cry. Wow. Um, Congrats. Well, you're I do so, that a lot. Though, people apparently. think you're not Maybe vulnerable. She's just emotional. <laughs> it's so funny because everybody thinks Corinne's got walls up. Corinne's got hidden insecurity. And it's like, no, you are a very vulnerable person. You just don't give it to people until they earn it. Well, and exactly. Then, but when people don't it, deserve it. When you get it, you're like, it's the most beautiful thing ever. Thank it's you. like, it is like a beautiful vulnerability. Yeah, you got, you got well, talent for writing letters. Because this industry is also filled with people who are just uh, like shit. performatively hemorrhaging vulnerability for clicks. And yeah, I am girl. not, and I, yeah. I, am, I am disgusted Preach. by that. You hear that Instagram? So that is why I am probably overly protective. Right. And, you know, and it's like also, it, it, I, I'm not, 
you know, I'm like a, in a like I'm like a rescue dog in a certain way. It's like, well, if you keep doing this, if you do this thing and then you are greeted with people using your vulnerability against you, well, then they don't get it anymore. Yeah, totally. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to keep putting my hand in the flame. That's why I always I'm like, I, I'm always like confused, even though it's most people when people are afraid to get hurt because I'm like, you can't get hurt till they die. It's OK. Like, just put yourself out there or like, like not wanting to end a relationship because it's going to hurt or whatever. I'm like, that's not because it's going to be a pain. In the that ass. would never being hurt would never hold me back for anything. Right. Yeah. I um, also kind of get it. I'm like, it is more, you know, I'm like, I'm like, that's what, you know, I always do leave myself an escape route, though. Like, that's what I, why I don't want, <laughs> won't let anyone move in with me, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's wise for very various reasons. But I just uh, can't. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. It, I, it's not, it's not helpful in working on like my respect of men, which is something I am working on actually. We, yeah. You no, know, well, I do I work think, on it. I think every woman, if you're, especially if you're a woman who has sex with men, whether you're straight or bi, every, I mean, every female friend I have, we've all had this type of conversation where you're like, you ever get in these zones where you're like, I just don't want to see a guy. Yes. I don't want to see a man. I don't want to talk to a man. Do. I don't want a man to fucking look at me. And because, because so many men are wonderful and great, but the ones that are, that are so disappointingly, um, uh, they just, they're, they're heartbreaking to be around because they just throw hurt at people. And it's just, you're like, Oh, what the fuck? The ones that are bad are just so bad that it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Um, well, I heard a podcaster saying, you know, talking like a slump, slump hour who I talked about before on the show. Oh, she's great. She, I started following yeah. Her she herself. basically was like, she was like, yeah, I kind of like, and once in one reel, she was like, yeah, I do hate men. And I don't I need to apologize for it because I don't think you need to apologize for hating your oppressor. And I was like, <laughs> preach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and then, but also too, once you talk about it like that, like the way she talks about it, it's like, now we can actually get somewhere. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, well, you hate men. You have experiences that have really fucked you up. And like, you hate the group. You don't, it's not like you hate individual, you know, individual people. You are angry at in totality at the group, which I yeah. think is really fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't mean, and it's interesting also because like when I think about like who I've dated, it's like, I think the people who the outside world would probably think that I respected the least. I actually respected the most. Yeah. 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 But it's like my standards for what I'm looking for, I think are quite different. Right. You know, I'm, I'm just really looking for people who are comfortable, uh, walking to the beat of their own drum. That's like the number one thing that Mm -hmm. to me is going to gain my respect. Yeah. That's why I love a weird guy. I love a weird guy. Yeah. Fucking make your own socks. Let's go. (laughs) Whatever. That's something that's happening. No, I don't know. Make it, it own it sucks. Could. It could. All right. If you want to email us, it's sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. Sorry. Did you have anything else that you wanted to? No. Oh, fuck. Did I just get lipstick on myself. And also no, I no. have this thing where I like, te- I, I signed up for the New York Knicks texts and then I, right. and then it says New York Knicks. Like, and I still, every time think that the, the whole team got my number and texted me. <laughs> oh my God. Like, you know, when you, that's the kind of porn I want to be in. Practice? You know, it's, it's like when I signed <laughs> sure up for like does. Selena Gomez's newsletter and then like, I'll check my inbox and I'm, I, I am, I think everything is so possible that I think Selena Gomez got my email and emailed wow, me. That's, that's Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Finally, Selena knows what I've been putting down. Right. That's like, amazing. Cr- actually crazy. All right. So if you want to email us, it's sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. This subject line is fucked up first time, but I kind of liked it. Question mark. Hi, Corinne and Christina. I've been listening since 2017 and I'm a Luminary subscriber. Hey. Love the show. Thank you. I'm a 30 year old successful woman living in Canada. I've attached a photo so you can put a picture to the name. I have a question. I'm not sure to who to ask. And I was listening to your podcast. I thought maybe you can help get me some clarity. 
When I was 13, I was groomed by an older man. He was 22. Ugh. Yuck. Uh, it's still kind of weird to admit that. Yeah. I thought I loved him and that we would get married one day. Of course. The first time I had sex, it was with him. Oof. We were drinking alcohol and I felt really horny. So I Ooh. asked him uh, to have sex with me. He was hesitant, but after oh, making God. sure he was I was pretending to be hesitant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you sure? Uh, he was hesitant, but uh, after making sure I was really okay with it, LOL, he fucked me. It felt amazing and I constantly wanted it after that. Mm-hmm. I hear people talking about how their first time hurt or wasn't that great and I can't relate. My Good question is, is, uh, is it fucked up that I actually feel like I had a relatively great first time, even though it was with a fucked up pedophile? Pedophile. Yeah, he wasn't a pedophile. Yeah. Um, I'm in therapy for many things including this and mommy issues. It's been such a tumultuous and amazing journey. I already know I've come a long way for even asking this question and talking about what happened. So honestly, thank you for the great content. Oh my God, you're so cute. And your dog is, I love many. An Italian greyhound, so cute. Oh my God, what a gorgeous dog. I love an Italian greyhound. Um, that makes all the sense in the world to me. Um, I think when I was, I mean, I just think of when I was 13, going, trying to get this teacher to touch me uh, for four years. Um, and he didn't because he's, yeah, uh, a good person or whatever. But because um, he just wasn't interested he, in a preteen. <laughs> or that. <laughs> No, I was pretty hot. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't hot until way later. Um, but I had big tits, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, I, I, there was this thing when I, I, I was thinking about this yesterday because I was at Six Flags. There's a lot of teenagers, a lot of like 13, 14, 15. And it reminded me of when I was that age. I'm like, I was so horny. I, I think girls at that age are as horny as guys. And we just don't like. I'm hornier now. Oh, really? I'm also, I mean, I'm hornier than I, I'm just a horny person, I guess. I was more boy crazy than I was horny, I think. I think I was so boy crazy that it made me horny. Interesting. Um, I was only like horny for teachers and stuff. I didn't want to actually so fuck any of these teachers. kids. Nah, I, I wasn't. Nah, I, I didn't want to, yeah. So I'm like, the, what am I, a pedophile? The, the, the only pe- the only guys that I was like, I want to fuck that guy. Like, I never thought that about a fellow 13-year-old when I was 13. Yeah. Was about teachers or my friend's dads. Hell yeah. I wanted and I'm to like, fuck all my teachers. I would teachers. masturbate to them. Yeah. Like, I would... And there's... So there's something about a 13-year-old girl's sexuality that's fucking ferocious in a way. Yeah. It's very potent. It's very thick. Yes. Um, and it's and it's swimming in every cell of your body. So if... That's why I always say, like, if that teacher would have crossed the line and touched me and say we had sex... That probably would have been the best day of my life. Dude, Beth, I don't know if you watched Beth Stelling's special on Netflix yet. Really, no. really funny. I love, love her. her. Um, but it's called If You Didn't Want Me Then. And the title comes from her being like a 13-year-old, like aggressively hitting on her babysitter who was like way older. <laughs> and she has this like, I don't want to ruin it. But it's like, so funny. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it, it's about. And it's so funny. She was like, I was straight up sexually harassing my babysitter. Like yeah. throwing yeah. myself on him. Yes. Where he had to put his hand out yes. like this so that he, like I didn't, molest him <laughs> dude one time at a lot i slept at we had a lock-ins for our play and this person and not this teacher and i we our heads were on the same pillow yeah that's that was weird oh i loved every second and then there was a rumor going around that we did stuff and i was like yeah i fucking wish and i was just <laughs> masturbate to the idea of what if that rumor was true oh i mean my, I, you couldn't fucking get me off this guy's dick like yeah. it's so no that's not fucked up that's my answer. Yeah. And I also think that just because you were around and had sex with a guy who was fucked up, that doesn't necessarily mean that anything about you is fucked up. No. Like by proxy, you know, it's not. You scientifically couldn't grasp 
that that situation was fucked up when you were in. And I also think just because you were in a fucked up situation doesn't mean that you're going to be fucked up and, and doesn't mean that you have to feel like you were a victim, right? Yeah. So like, even though I, yes, I, of course it is inappropriate for a 22-year-old man to have sex with a 13-year-old girl, I do think that you can come out of it relatively unscathed. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe in your head, like you did give like, you know, in quotes, the consent that you think that you that you needed at that time. And so even though it was gross of him to take advantage of you like that, like maybe like that was enough for you in that time in your life. Like, I don't necessarily know if I had had sex with a 22 year old when I was 13, probably 13 is a little young, but like maybe when I was 16, like, I don't know if that would have affected me and that, you know, crazily. When I think about it, like I had just turned 18 when I had sex with like a, you know, 26 year old, like, is it yeah, really that? It's I mean, not that much. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. I, a, I, I, I don't know how much, I don't know how much different I was, you know, at the beginning of high school as compared to the end of high school. Like, I don't know that anyone in union really like made me grow up. There's also something when you're a teenage girl, like below 18, I'm talking like 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah. 17 doesn't count. 17 is older. Where the, like the idea of an older man, like it, it's so hot because it makes you feel like a woman and you're only 13. And that's like so intoxicating. Like this girl in my high school, Brittany, I remember one time she was like, hey, I have these two guy friends. I think we were 15. I think they were 23 or 24. Mm-hmm. And do you want, I want, they have a hot tub and they invited me over, they, me and a friend and come. And I, and I got the feeling in my stomach of that's not going to be good. Like, I don't want to do anything with those guys, but I do want to experience being in a bikini in a hot tub with a 25 year old man. Right. Cause you want the attention, but you don't actually want to have to go all the way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And that's what happened. Like we, you know, they were, um, uh, it's great until they actually try to insert their big scary cock into you. (laughs) Yeah. Then then it didn't get there. Cause I was like, I don't want to see a dick yet. Uh." But, um, but I will say that night, I'll never forget that night because I felt like I felt alive and I felt like a woman mm-hmm. and I, totally. oh my God. And it was just because he was just so much older than he was a fucking man. I'm like there's a grown ass man in front of me. Yes. Like I just couldn't wait to fuck. <laughs> Ugh. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. And also, I mean, like, it's like, you know, women are constantly, you know, when women are spending time around men our age, we're constantly waiting for them to catch up with us. Yeah, they won't. Emotionally. And it's annoying. Yes, it is. It is. It's lonely. We're tired of it. It's lonely at the top, guys. Yeah. We're tired of it and it's annoying. (laughs) Yeah. So that you know, when you say, why aren't you fucking me? That's why. Because you're you're tying us and you're annoying. There you go. Guys, where else? What other podcast can give you the answers? Like, guys, we <laughs> fucked. The answer is no other podcast. Uh, okay, next subject line. He doesn't want kids, but I might. Hi, Corinne and Christina, Alfred, Kevin, and Mike. Love how Mike was last. That's I'm a big hilarious. Fan. I'm a big, after the dogs. Just a reminder uh, of my place here. Yep. I'm a big fan of the podcast as well as Without a Country and the Voices in Our Heads. I'm writing this email because I really need some advice. I, 27-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend, 28-year-old male, for five years. We love each other very much and we have great communication. I come from a family that yelled about everything. He comes from a family that swept every issue under the rug. So we both learned what not to do. Because of this, we deal with conflict as us versus the problem, not us versus each other. Ooh, okay, therapy, yes. Also, because of my anxiety, I need to deal with any and all conflicts immediately. I hear you. Um, It's a ton of talking, which I know is a nightmare to some, but it works for us. There is only one problem in our entire relationship thus far that we cannot solve. I don't know if I want children or not, but he definitely doesn't. He doesn't want to get married until I've, uh, he doesn't want to get married until I've decided, which is fair. Wait, what do you mean? What does that mean? So like she has to decide, like, so if she doesn't, she, if she wants kids, he doesn't want to marry her, which I think is is a good decision. That's very fair. Oh, this guy's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, but how can I know whether or not I'm going to change my mind about children? Right. Yeah. I mean, look at me. I'm fucking literally every other week. I'm like, yes, no, yes, no. Uh, I never wanted kids mostly because I don't see, didn't see them fitting in with my lifestyle. Plus my mom definitely wants me to have kids. And I push back because I think it's unfair of parents to expect grandchildren. Your mom has 0% to do with this decision. Just, just eliminate that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucked up that parents pressure their kids to have kids. That's, That's, let's stop doing that. While I don't know if I want kids, I do know that I want to marry him. He is sweet, kind, creative, intelligent, patient, talented. And he's one of the few guys I know who actively works on himself. We both work in the arts in different facets. So we understand each other's weird schedules. For example, we have to do long distance when I get out of state contracts. It's hard and we miss each other, but we do it because he supports my career goals. I know we are still in our 20s, um, but we live in the Midwest and a lot of our friends are married. Yeah. Another yeah, you're reason like f- not to care. 44 about. in the Midwest, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's not that I want to get married because everyone else is doing it. I'm just more comfortable with the idea because I see it and I'm around. The issue started when I saw my boyfriend playing with his niece and I started to think about him as a father. Oh God, this is such a, this is such just a chick a, issue. Well, just because a thought comes in doesn't mean that's it. Uh, I think he would be such a good father. You can still think that and not want kids, but, and I can see us being parents together. I went from a definite no to on the fence. Just because, I mean- all that, guys are good with playing with fucking kids because yeah. it involves no responsibility and all fun, guys. Stop watching men <laughs> Pele with kids. It's toxic. Oh, oh, he was, oh, oh an adult he man was, was good at baby. playing fucking Legos. Yeah, because it's childish. <laughs> the amount of times I've heard this. Well, yeah. No logic, yeah. women. No fucking logic. 
<laughs> oh my God. God did you see him clean a diaper? Did you see him get the kid to school on time? Then, uh, then me, me gonna make a baby. 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 That's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, any man can be nice to a kid and a baby or have have fun with a baby. I have a video of one of my exes that I still watch to this day when he's playing with his new nephew and it is so cute. And I go, this man couldn't even fucking pay his own rent on time. (laughs) Okay, and I know I'm giving away who it is. (laughs) (laughs) At least in this room. That's a couple. But I love the video. (laughs) Yeah, I love the video. Yeah, oh, wow. He was nice to a baby in a five-minute interaction. Father of the fucking year. <laughs> Gotta say, though. I Jesus mean, Christ, people. Were they? Were these guys not nice to babies? Then you really gotta worry. Right, well, exactly. Then they're murderers. Ma- they're sociopaths. Can you imagine a, a man not being able to toss a ball with a baby? Yeah. That's a yeah. sociopath. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that would be frightening. Jesus. Uh, so started, my boyfriend, the issue started when I saw my boyfriend playing with his niece. I started to think about him as a father. I think he would be such a good father because he's being parents together. I went from a definite no to an on the fence is remains. Uh, he has remained steadfast in his decision. Maybe he just needs to see you play with the baby and he'll change his <laughs> mind. Um, no, he won't because that's not logical. As Corinne has just pointed out, and I will stop using that logic in my own life. <laughs> we could just keep dating and wait for me to gain clarity about the issue. However, I don't want to live in limbo. It's not living I mean, in limbo. Oh. Exactly. You're not living in limbo. If you don't, it's yeah. not life or death. Right. You just, you're existing together because you want to be in the relationship. It's like, not limbo. I don't even actually understand, like, really, like, besides it just being, like, a nice pact that you're making with with each other, what's the rush to get married? Right. If, if you're not- It's like, all a trick. We've been tricked. Yeah. The rush to get married, you guys, it's a fucking trick. Just okay? enjoy this person. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get married later. You want to get married later? Get married later. Yeah. But don't get tricked into it. Oh, my God. Um- I, if I knew he wanted kids, then the answer would be clear. If I knew I wanted oh, kids. Oh, I'm sorry. If I knew I wanted kids, then the answer would be clear. Break up. But I don't want to break up with him. It hurts to even think about. I mean, yes, because breakups hurt. Uh, even if even if he didn't have all these great qualities. Uh, I don't want to break up just because I might want kids later in life. But I also, this is a tricky one. I also don't want to hold each other um, back from finding better suited partners if I do end up deciding that I want kids. You mentioned on an episode a while ago that a breakup isn't a failure and that we should be congratulating people for ending relationships that weren't right for them anymore. Yes, we should. Look at us giving out great advice. (laughs) You're not going to get that on any other podcast. Uh, Would this be an example of that if we were to get married and end up divorcing because I changed my mind about kids? Um, I've also asked him if he'd leave me if I accidentally got pregnant. This sounds like you're plotting. Yeah, that's not... (laughs) Use this condom, not that one. Come on, girl. Come um, on. I've also asked if, he, if he'd leave me if I accidentally got pregnant and decided to keep it. Got, that's Come such, on. That's, so, that's such a like three-year-old question. It's like the three-year-old that's covered ridiculous. in brownie batter going, I didn't need it. The dog did. Um, uh, he said no, but he seemed pretty <laughs> unhappy at the thought of it. Well, yeah. Because he doesn't want kids. Yeah, he doesn't want to be deceived. What a monster. Yeah. Um, how do I decide whether or not I want kids? Okay, you're asking. We'll go to Corinne for that one. Uh, how can I know? Have that you I- heard of a magic eight ball? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of a psychic? Uh, Do you know get your you coffee grounds Yeah. <laughs> how about, uh, what's that called? The rock on the chain. Oh, the, yeah. What that is that called? I, I have that. Uh, a talisman? No, a... Uh, um, Whatever. That just, sounds something right. Whatever. Something like that. Um, Mike, look it up, please. Yeah. 
you know, what am I, I like a rock on a chain? <laughs> no, it's a talisman. It's, a, it's like a, it's a swinging thing that decides. It's a crystal on a, on a chain. swinging thing that decides future on the internet. will know dick. what we're talking about. It's not about. a dick, though. It's not a dick. Swinging thing that decides future. Yeah, um, it'll know. It'll know what we mean. How can I know that I won't change my mind? Well, you never know. Okay, is it a bad idea to? Yes, move- again. <laughs> no, well, tell it knows. It just says pen, uh, pendulum. Is pendulum. Not- that's it. Go. See, oh, Google right. never fails. Wow, Mike. You didn't think that was it, Mike? Pendulum? Definitely not. That's not what I... Yeah, okay. pendulum. All right. Um, is it a bad idea to move forward with our relationship and get married without making that decision? Is this just one of those times where there isn't a perfect solution? There is. Don't get married yet. Yeah. Thank you for reading this because you're not in limbo. That's 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 what that's what we got to clear out. This this idea. You've agreed that if you are while you're in the decision making process, you are in limbo, and that's the thoughts we got to change. It's outside pressure that makes it feel like their relationship is less of a relationship because they're not married because of right. where they are and like the parents and stuff. It's totally clear. And it's such bullshit because if you're together for like 25 years and you're not married, to me, I'm more impressed by that because I'm like, you could leave at any time and it'd be relatively clean other than if you live together. Well, unless there's a man involved, then he'll just kind of s- s- hang around. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, you want to be there. Like, to get divorced, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. I mean, it's so much work to get divorced. And so that's why I think people say in marriages. But if you're in a 30 plus year relationship and you're not married, like, that's awesome. That's like, you both want to be there. Thank you for reading this. I look forward to your thoughts attached to our pictures. Oh, your dog is so You already cute. share a dog. That's pretty committed. Yeah. Well, and the thing oh, is- you guys are super cute. The thing is also like, he could also change his mind, right? Just because he's telling That's you, he, he, there's a lot less pressure on men societally to make that decision. So he, he could have a firm no now in his late twenties. And that could change for the, you know, over the course of the next 10, 20 years, no problem. Right. Yeah. Even longer than that. Right. I think it's just, maybe it's giving you anxiety. The, the woman who wrote us that, um, you were finally faced with the fact that after watching him play with his niece, oh, if I marry him, it's definitely a no. And maybe that's what did it. I also think, I mean, my theory of like deciding what I want before I met, like meet people that I'm going to do it with, like it comes back to that, right? So like the only, you know, I have decided that I don't want kids, but I mean, like there is a small part of me that's like, if I met someone who was like absolutely spectacular, who really added to my life and supported me and would be the primary caretaker of a child, could I be convinced to have a child? Yes, I yeah. think so. Um, and it's because of that, like the to me, the partner comes first, right? right? So it's like, do you love someone enough to get married to them if you're more concerned about the children? Then to me, why are you getting married at all? To right. me, then to me, uh, like to me, if I'm getting That's married, true. I'm loving someone so much that being with them is the most important thing as far as like my familial structure. And I just don't see a lot of people loving like that, right? Yeah. So like you know, everyone mocks me or whatever, like Karen doesn't like relationships or whatever. It's just like, who's putting out deals like that? I like, I think I'm like the most romantic in that sense. Like, yeah. Cause I would, if I like, I, yeah, I would just like, I, I would need to love someone so much that I will literally change my plans for them. I think that to me is what real like love is that everything yes. else is just a fucking situation ship, to be honest. Yes, I totally agree. And I think with culturally the way that, um, masculinity is and femininity is I think women have been pushed to put the cart before the horse in so many major life moments. Yes. Being a little girl and then thinking about your wedding. You're not even dating, bitch. 
Wait till you like somebody enough. Do I want kids or do I not? You don't even know if you're going to get married. Huh? Like even the idea of thinking about a kid without, because I agree with you, Corinne, like, like that's why with when with my my kid thing I'm like I'm not dead set on it and it's like if the if I love somebody so much and they love me and they're interested in it and I'm like yeah I could absolutely do it but I'm not like seeking out I want to have a kid I want to have a kid like that's why if I don't have kids I'm not going to be heartbroken over that um but yeah putting the cart before the horse in that way is it's so detrimental because then you're just the decisions you're making are based off of fear. Yeah. And I just, I just, I don't believe that you're the only one who has any chance of changing their mind in this situation. Yeah. Right. You know, I I don't want to be like, I don't want to treat your boyfriend the way society treats women. We're like, I don't want to be like, he doesn't know yet, but it's more just of your, just because of your ages combined. Right. Like it's annoying when people talk to us about it. It's like, well, it's like, well, we're, I mean, we're literally running out of physiological time. Yeah. So it's a little bit The eggs are dying off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't. Okay, so he hardcore like what twenty seven year old guy definitely wants kids. Like they don't even. I don't even believe that they know one. what that entails. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. I don't. I, I I think like yeah. Too many people are living. You know life wanting kids because they did see someone play with a niece once. And I don't think like, <laughs> yeah. have you ever really like when, when I was thinking about whether I wanted kids, I literally sat in my apartment and in my every morning I envisioned myself, no matter yes. what temperature it was, put half asleep at 645 in the morning, getting myself dressed, feeding my dog, picking out an outfit for my kid, getting my kid outside to a bus or driving them to the, I, I played that scenario out in my head, then getting home after I did a full day of work, helping them with their homework, relearning all this arithmetic that I didn't understand the first time (laughs) going to school plays, going to, if they want to play softball or soccer or something worse that I don't want to watch. Uh, you know, I, I I went through all this and like, also just the monot, like the, the, for me, it was like, then monotony of school was really overbearing. So like mm. when I finally got out of that pattern of having to go to school every day, that to me was the most relief I found in like, there's not, mono- I hate monotony. Even like, totally. that's why I don't tour every year with stand up because even though it's supposed to be interesting, they just set you up on the same path and it's the same cities every year. And that monotony is the bane of my existence. So I have to do something different. I hate monotony. And I just think about that and I go, could I, would I go fucking crazy if I had to do that every single fucking day? It was so hard to get through the first time for myself. And then mm. to have to do that again. I don't know how my parents had the goddamn energy to do that. Your mom is an educator. So she. I don't know how. she. Must her been, patience is probably pretty intact. Like never pretty, stayed awake through a whole movie my entire life. I don't think she's ever seen a full movie. <laughs> yeah, because she worked so hard teaching the kids. Earlier. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I love movies. Well, and there's a lot. And there's so many. I. That's why it's tricky. I. There's so many perks to not having a kid. Yeah, there's so many perks and there's so many perks to having a kid. But like, and listen, it looks beautiful. I mean, like Rose, Rose, Rosebud just had a baby and like, oh, she had the baby. Yeah. And, and Rosebud, congratulations to Rosebud and Andy. And like, yeah. And Rosebud is a, is a person who I think like, you know, has a similar like, you know, very goal oriented, you know, if from a goal oriented, successful family. So she gets it. And, you know, she posted the uh, she posted the picture and she's like, you know, this is the thing I'm most proud of in my entire life. And I'm like. 
oh, that's really like says something. Yeah. You know? Right. Because she's so driven. So yeah. I take yeah. that to heart. But yeah. and I mean, the only thing that's ever want me, made me want to have a baby recently is ugh, that Posh and Beck's uh, documentary did do a number on me. But that's just because they have the most beautiful relationship. Their relationship is awesome. Although I do think it is revealed in the documentary, even though they don't reveal it word for word, that I think it, he actually did cheat when he moved to Real Madrid and when he was in Spain for, you know, 10 seconds by himself. Poor <laughs> baby. I'm sorry. Was that hard for you, David? Becky Wicky. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it was just really hard for me after I had moved my family to another country for the eighth time that my the dick was not off. attended to for fucking a week. I, everyone was speaking Spanish. That is how he talks. And me, me, me speaks British English. <laughs> how did I get through it? Kick a ball. Shut up. Can fucking we clip asshole. that up and tag him? So mad at him. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> How dare you disrespect Victoria like that? Uh, and you could tell she that's was how I felt when Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. I'm like, you fucking idiot. I just really, I just for the whole time, I really just didn't believe it was so. And also, fuck that lady who, what? who sold oh, the story. Y- yeah. You yeah. fucked David Beckham and then you got to tell everybody? Fuck yeah. both of yeah, you. Yeah, that's awful. It's so gross. You sold you. Yeah, that's so gross. Listen, I mean, listen. That's so gross. So then you got, then you cheated on your wife that you are absolutely in love with and have a, a credible relationship with. And then with a person who did that, no puss, ain't no pussy worth that. Like, did you think he was leaving you for a Spice Girl? Grow up. But like, it's not happening. Well, that's also what kind of like pissed me off. It's just like, it's like, I mean, it's not like she fucked an ugly celebrity. She's fucked one of the hottest celebrities there is. Isn't that enough? You got to sell the story too. Nonsense. I don't like it. I don't like that at all. Um, Yeah. That's how how long we've got. You gave me the rap sign a while ago. It's like an hour 10. An hour 10. Okay. Okay. So we have a bunch of more emails, but we'll get, we'll get to them. We'll get to them next week. You know, we'll get to them. Uh, yeah, this is uh, I liked this. I love the email episode. I love, I love a deep dive on a, on a very specific narrowed down topic too. This is very interesting. Oh man. Hope you guys have fun. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I am sweating, but I think this is I cam. Um, <laughs> make sure you guys go see us on October 19th at the midnight theater. Uh, you can also buy streaming tickets and, um, 99% sure this is 100% happening. Uh, December 1st, save the date if you're in New York. It's our next. Oh, our next and date. also, fuck it. I have a, I have a, I'm doing a, a little, a little stand up show on uh, Thursday, uh, October 26th at Brooklyn Comedy Club. Come see me. Yay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on some new material Ooh. and it's going to be Halloween themed and it's Halloween themed because you're going to be like, wow, it's scary how bad this new material is until it's been polished. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween to get my bio. <laughs> Spooky. Those jokes suck. Oh God. It'll be fun. Ryan Long's going to be there. John Campanelli's going to be there. We'll have a good time. I only booked white men. Um <laughs> I just have to use the people. Honestly, I got to be honest. These are the people who uh, help me out. So I got to help them out. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut shaming podcast. Uh, we will talk to you next Friday. Bye. If you Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. (laughs) Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? There's an angel on my shoulder But you
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.